Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here in a chilly, chilly night here in beautiful Marshfield, uh, 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 and uh, the temperature is going to get to some uncommonly uh, unhuman lows. And so uh, sometime during the night, uh, Justin and I are going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, making sure that everybody's safe. And uh, I think there's a lot of doors that are going to be open specifically for this next couple of days. So uh, uh, everybody, uh, you know, just just stay uh Stay in. If you're, if you're hearing my voice right now, be careful. Uh, and if you know of a vet that might be a little bit at risk, please, this is the weekend to reach out to him or her to make sure that uh, they have a blanket or they have a, a safe spot to uh, safe spot to uh, stay. Uh, Wolfie, is the Red Cross doing anything special? Yeah, yes. Uh, Mulvey Hill just called Weymouth. Um who listens to the show all the time, John? You know John very yeah. well. He's the Weymouth emergency manager, and the and the assist acting mayor Legel just um, ordered that Weymouth McCullough Senior Center yeah. off yeah. Green Street yeah. is going to be open um, Friday to Sunday, Friday afternoon nice. to Sunday afternoon, nice. and that's that's where the VSO is. That's, yeah, yeah, that's where George. That's Georgie's out of there. Yeah, and just for a reference, it's by the U-Haul place, the, the Vietnam Memorial, and the Dunkin' it, it's, Donuts. It's on Green Street. It's yeah. on Green Street in North Weymouth, and like Wolfie said, yep, it's right up the street from the donut shop is at the corner there. The, yeah. the, the donut shop in the U-Haul, St. Jerome's Church. And the Vietnam Memorial's there, right? Yeah, the, and the Vietnam Memorial is right across the street, so, yes. So if you're going in that direction, <clears throat> um, it's a left, about three or four streets on the left. That It's marked. There's a small yeah, sign yeah. either say Council on Aging or Senior Center or McCulloch. And that's a nice facility, so it'll be open. And there's a gym there, so everyone has to lift weights and do yoga and ballet and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's very, very uh, handicapped friendly. Yeah. Very handy. It's all on one level. Well, if you said it's a gym, I mean, they really do do a nice job. And George, there's nobody better than George Ponce to... To, to be down there and making sure the vets are taken care of. But Mulvey Hill's pretty good in his own oh, right. He's so number one, yeah. If, a... if they're there, then it's going uh, yeah. to be well done for sure. So we're going to grab a few cots from Red Cross just in case they have to sleep over. But we're concerned about the broken pipes for individual house. And then, um, of course, the furnace is going out, so we'll grab them. I'll cook the coffee. That'll scare them away. They'll fix it fast. My, very I'll, fast. I'll cook, I'm making the donuts. Very, very fast. <laughs> Everyone well, just left. But we, the thing we're concerned about, Greg, is electricity. Yeah. If the electricity's on, we're okay. If the electricity's off, we're not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bad weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Bad so, weekend, everybody. Keep your houses a little bit to the warm side if you can, just in case yeah. you have a problem. Uh uh, you know, it's going to cost you a little bit extra to be safe, but uh, like Wolfie said, you don't want to be, uh, you know, at 65 and all of a sudden you lose your power. You know, jack it up to 70 or 72 uh, yeah, just for I'm the next couple of days, and you know. Kev- Kevin and I were just talking. I guess you got to leave the water a little trickle on, too. 
Yeah, yeah, little trickle. The, the outside, the outside pipes can freeze. You know, yeah. and some of the pipes on the walls of your own houses freeze. So just have a little bit of water trickling out, or if you have a lot, have beer trickle out. That's all. And I'll come over the house. That's all, and we'll yeah. and we'll we'll have a party. Yeah. But Wolfie, why don't you get? Co- we got a we got an action packed show tonight, yeah, yeah, so we have to take care uh, of our guys right there. Yeah. That's so much fun. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not a Tony, it's not an Emmy, it's a Vetti. And in honor of the fact that I no longer have to be in Texas in El Paso, we're going to honor Ambrose Arroyo, who is from Texas. He's a Weymouth guy. All right. And the only thing he did smart is he left Texas and he moved to Weymouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a beating for that. Wait till you see what rest I say, how much trouble I'm in. So he was in the Marines, and he was in Vietnam. And he's on the goon squad. So he helps with the Thanksgiving meals. He helps giving out the meals. He helps at the car show. He's a good guy. But the name actual Arroyo is those gigantic waterways, the causeways for the floods. And so I call him Flash Flood Arroyo. <laughs> <laughs> it goes over really well. I think he I think he enjoys it. It's hard to tell. He throws stuff at me. He tries to hit me. But everybody but, uh, throws stuff at you, Wolfie. Yeah, so. it's, it's hard to single that out. It yeah, really it is. is. But uh, Ambrose is really a good guy. His son's on the fire department in Weymouth. So when I take care of the guys, that poor guy takes a beat. Don't take care of me. Let me burn up. He says, don't come near me. <laughs> so what's so he's now in, around here, Wolfie? Yeah, he lives in Weymouth, um, not far from, just on the other side of Green Street, where it goes down towards where you are. He lives yeah. down towards where you are. Yeah. And um, he's a good guy, and he's a, you've met him because his wife plays in whoever shows up on Tuesday nights. Okay. So it's a lot of fun. So we want to just give him a round of applause from the crew here at Veteran Voice. Thank you, Ambrose. Thanks, Thank Ambrose. We'll, and, um, we'll see you next week at the uh, at the food drive-thru. Yeah, I eat all his french fries. So Next, next week, Wolfie, is the food drive-thru, correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. Yep, we're all ready to go. We have um, Boston. Rain or shine, yeah. warm or cold. No matter how cold it is, warm it is. Yep, absolutely, we're ready to go. It's um, The Goon Squad gets there about 10. We used to go from 1 to 3. Now we're, now everyone's sold out by 12, so you got to be there at 11, 11.30. Yeah. And the Goon Squad will be there. Dave. And, um, yeah. And then one last thing, Jimmy... Richmond is in the hospital again. Really? So he's struggling a little bit. You know, they think they can take care of it, but we just wanted to give him a shout-out. His problem is, Kevin, he's a Marine, and he ate the wrong color crayons. So that's what caused this whole thing to happen. So he's supposed to eat primary colors, and he ate secondary that's colors. A common problem among Marines. Yeah, it, yeah, really it is. is. It, 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 it is. Uh, so, we feel we feel bad, but uh, yeah. Jimmy Richmond, get better. I know he's yeah. a good friend of uh, 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 everything that you do, Wolfie. Yeah, because he, he just set up the American Legion in Howard. Yeah. He's in the goons. He's ahead of the goon squad yeah. thing. He's really terrific. He yeah. just set up the coffee. Tomorrow's the the Hull coffee. We'll get it out of the way quickly. Yeah. The Hull coffee is at the Saltwater Club. Jimmy wanted it there. And um, we're going to play some taps for one of the fellows that just passed away. We're going to do we have some good speakers and all. So come on down there because okay. I want to get to Dave. Well, hey, and Larry. Jimmy, before, we love you. Stop this crap. I'm not giving you any strokes on the golf course. It doesn't matter. Uh, Larry, before we uh, bring Dave on, why don't we take this break and then we'll bring Dave on for an extended period. Dave Hanker is on the phone uh, uh, talking uh, uh, a, a little brief uh, outline about the PACT Act uh, and... Uh, the, the series of seminars that he's doing. So uh, take it away, Lad. Dave, we'll be back after these messages. Uh, can't wait to talk to you. Take it away, Lad. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Uh, 
uh, tonight. Uh, we uh, have an in-studio, a great guest to return. Uh, Kevin Burrow from the Vet Center is in. Kevin, uh, thanks for coming in tonight, brother. It's always happy to be here with you, Greg. Well, it's great stuff, and uh, we're going to talk about the Vet Center and and uh, all the great stuff you do. And uh, But before we get to you, we got uh, one of our old uh, oldest buddies on the line here, uh, uh, none other than uh, Dave Hanker. Dave, are you out there, brother? Hey, Greg. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, Dave. How are you doing tonight? How do you read me? Read you loud and clear. Loud and clear, Major. You just, uh, are you a major, a colonel, a general? I, I forget, Dave. Admiral. Listen, I drank the Kool-Aid a long time ago. I can't remember anymore. That's <laughs> it. Hey, you, you, you're just part of the network. That's all. The one team, one fight. It doesn't matter, right? I can, I can spell U.S. Army. I'm good. That's all you need. <laughs> Dave, we're really happy that, that you're with mom and dad, 99 years old. That's the good news. The bad news is we're stuck with you for that long. <laughs> Longevity. Yes. A little hair dye, hair dye for men. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Well, Wolfie needs about five gallons, uh, but uh, that's another story. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll discuss that when Chuck comes back. But uh, Dave, uh, you've got a couple of things that I really want to ask you about tonight. One is the uh, the the Pact Act, and 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 just briefly, we want to maybe have you on for a whole show at some point in time. But what, what's the Pact Act all about? Well, I tell you, there's a, there's a lot to it, but uh, when you try to bring it down to uh, to simpler terms, at least for Army and Marine Corps folks like us to understand, uh, kind of simplify it. Uh, essentially, it's uh, it's a government's attempt to follow up on on all these things that have been generated ever since the Gulf War with the oil well fires and. And now with the deployments, folks coming back uh, from Iraq, Afghanistan, they've got all these odds and ends and ailments that just aren't adding up. And a lot of people have me start connecting the dots like, wow, a lot of people have these things, but we didn't connect them uh, or it wasn't something that was uh, really evident, uh, evidently connected uh, to a certain cause. But when you have that many people uh, and you're looking for a common cause, it, it becomes somewhat evident that it's the uh, toxins in the air. Uh, among any other number of things, carcinogenic exposures uh, to uh, groundwater uh, pollution, et cetera. So uh, that's the it's the, the government's basically it's their promise to address comprehensive toxins, the promise to address all the talk comprehensive toxins, and uh, to do something about it. Wow, and and it's been a long time coming, Dave. And uh, uh, I know it's it's well deserved, uh, and and. And now we have to get the vets uh, aware of this and to uh, uh, make sure that they're, that they're uh, ad- addressing it before, uh, you know, I, I think an ounce of prevention uh, could help them out long range. Yeah, absolutely. It, it breaks down a couple, three pieces there. And, and did you say Kevin Burrell is there from the Vet Center? Yeah, none, none other than the Kevin Burrell out of the Brockton Vet Center. I'm with here, the Dave. beard, with the beard on. Uh, I, I can't compete with that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to try and do what I can. Then, so uh, I was not prepared for this. But so uh, no, Kevin will tell you about a lot of things too. About the uh, one critical component is is getting those toxic exposure exams. Uh, you know, we've had folks that. that uh, VA has been addressing a lot of this for years and years, actually. We've already been doing a lot of this stuff in terms of Vietnam-era veterans, and or actually like Vietnam veterans, folks that were boots on the ground, et cetera. Uh, and the government's been doing a good job uh, of cracking the door or uh, opening that gate wider and wider over the years. Now it's like, well, were you in the waters around Vietnam? Were you on a ship that's around there that might have been carrying 
you know, uh, Agent Orange defoliants, and uh, were you unloading aircraft in Thailand, for example? Well, okay, there's a chance you got exposed. So they've been they've been gradually uh, getting better and better about that. Um, but and then and then to the extent of saying, hey, were you in the first Gulf War? You know, oil well fires. Guess what? You know, even if. Uh, uh, even if you don't have anything wrong, guess what? If you were in the Gulf War, it doesn't matter what your income is. You get to come and use all the VA care. And if you do have one of these conditions, and they have that, that uh, identified list, presumptive conditions, in other words, we presume, the government presumes, if you've got this thing, whether, you had, whether it has anything to do with your service or not, but if, uh, if you do happen to have that uh, condition, that malady, that, that disease, illness, uh, if you've got that, the government just automatically presumes that it is related to your time and service and therefore is going to, one, compensate you uh, through uh, disability payments each month, tax-free, uh, through our courtesy of our friends there at the Veterans Benefits Administration, the VBA. Uh, and two, you can get to go over to the veterans health care side and get uh, that huge benefit if, by chance, you weren't eligible before because you made a little too much or whatever, uh, that door is blowing wide open. You get to come in and use all the VA health care. Fantastic. Boy, it's, uh, that, that, that's great news, Dave. Uh, uh, I mean, it's a, that's a significant uh, uh, change in policy, isn't it? And really uh, kind of a magnanimous effort uh, on, the, on the part of the VA to, to really make it right. Yeah, I mean, I think there. Uh, I think I could say, honestly, that I think the VA would like to do a lot more. We're, we're a little bit... Uh, uh, constrained by what Congress mandates in terms of who gets to use VA care ultimately, this and that. But uh, uh, they'd already made you know, great leaps and strides by forcing the issue with Vietnam veterans and Agent Orange and then the Gulf War vets, you know, and then finally cracking that door, knocking that door open. Now uh, this next victory is finally opening the door uh, completely to all of us, all the folks that deployed to Iraq, Afghanistan, et cetera, and uh, uh, making them completely eligible for VA care and being able to go ahead and apply and adding a bunch of conditions, things that weren't on there before. But there are things on there now like dermatitis, uh, 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 rhinositis, uh, odds and ends that, uh, you know, you've got constant drainage, you've got this cough, you've got this persistent thing just been going on and on for years and you can't explain it. Hey, it's on the list now. That means that's automatic one, cash in the bank. But uh, but two, you, you get automatic uh, free health care if you're not already getting that. So uh, that that's making good on what we need to do. You can't can't pay people back for giving everything they had in service. And you know, you raise your hand, you take that oath, and uh, not on, not always knowing what you're going to get into. And uh, and when you when these things do happen, it's just the government trying to to do their best to to give back. Kevin, do you see much of? Uh... Uh, many questions about the PACT Act yet? Uh, uh, just walking into the to, into the vet center. Yeah, we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of the groups from the Vietnam groups and the uh, Iraq Afghanistan guys coming in and uh, asking questions. So I've been sitting in on a lot of groups. Uh, we made up a cheat sheet that kind of goes gives an overview of all the different stuff, and uh, you know, I, I've done a couple of the events with Dave as well, uh, giving out the information about it. It's important to get out. Uh, is, is it some new vets that you're talking to that are that are that are now hearing the message and 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 thinking that gee maybe maybe we need to get things looked at? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's uh, new vets are coming out. They're yep. hearing it on the news and on the radio or wherever they're hearing it, and they're coming out and saying, "Hey, does this apply to me? Am I one of the ones that it's covered by this?" So now, Dave is and 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 Kevin, is this any relation? 
to the ads we see on Morgan and Morgan, I got to ask this question, and I know the answer, and and the and the and the Camp Lejeune, you know, whatever kind of message they're selling. This is not in the same genre, is it, Dave? Yeah, yeah. You may have one already. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time only. I realize that much, but uh, no. Yeah, call in and you know, walk home a millionaire. And uh, no, it's uh, that that actually is an effort that is uh, supported by some uh, government involvement to uh, to address the issues with uh, Camp Lejeune, the water issues, et cetera. But that is indeed a completely separate thing from the PACT Act. Um, that has to do with uh, folks that if you're trying to get a, you, you think you have, uh, you were there at Camp Lejeune and you've got some issues, then you can apply uh, to be part of that class act suit and maybe get some funds and funded out of it, maybe not. But, but again, yeah, nothing to do with PACT. Yeah, no, this is, uh, this is, a, 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 I'm not going to call their, their project illegitimate, but, but the PACT Act is very, very legitimate, Dave. It's, it's the real deal. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it actually is a legitimate uh, case, and, and uh, with with that whole groundwater issue at Lejeune, and, and this effort, this class action suit, is a legitimate effort. And uh, uh, and just just so folks know, if you happen to be a prior service Marine or, or Navy personnel that was down there, and and, uh, and if you do get onto the as one of the litigants in this, and uh, uh, there is the factor that if you are if you are already getting a disability payment from the VA. Uh, in relation to uh, your connection to your the groundwater uh, uh, issue at Camp Lejeune, uh, those the court uh, will deduct your VA payment from whatever uh, benefit funding that you get out of this case. Oops! Should you be awarded anything through the case, but so they they do take that into account. But oh, you are you you are already getting something. Wow! Uh, reimbursed somewhat. So, but you know, again, it's uh, that's in the uh, small print at the bottom of the ad on yeah. TV, right? Hey, hey, yeah. hey, Dave, Justin here. Um, uh, we've been cautioning our Vietnam vets who have already have benefits. Um, and little known, those attorneys uh, who have filed that case can only be filed in that uh, in that state. And they're taking 51% of whatever they Jeez. win from the veteran. No and like you said, yeah. if the veteran's already receiving benefits, and yeah. this, now here's the kicker. So if you receive $100,000 from that lawsuit and you've already been collecting benefits of that, the VA is going to come back and they want their 100 grand that you got. So you actually don't get 100, you get 51 because, I mean, you get 49 because the attorney took 51. But the VA is going to want the whole thing. The and whole 100. The whole 100. So we've been cautioning our veterans to, you know, go through the VA, file it with your VSOs. Stay away from this suit unless you are a family member or somebody who worked and were never in the service that may apply to you. But we're cautioning well, our uh, veterans, don't try to go double-dipping. I'll just get Kevin's take on this, too. But, no, I, I don't think it's uh, – the VA isn't going to come and ask for anything, per se, uh, if I understood you correctly. It, it won't be that. It's just that if you get an award as a, right. as a litigant on, that, on, one, of the, as a, on the, one of these cases and the uh, big class action suit, if you – do get awarded, uh, they're going to just take into account that you are you are already getting something from the government, and they'll deduct it out of that the amount of that award, uh, out of that award. So uh, it won't be the VA asking for anything. Uh, Kevin, did you have a comment or talk? Uh, I, I was under the same understanding that you said, Dave, that the the VA won't take any money back, but they'll deduct the amount uh, that you receive uh, that you've already received from the VA out of that amount. 
Listen, all you veterans yeah, yeah, out there, yeah, yeah, you're going to be able to beat the IRS and beat the government. Don't worry about it. You're oh, going to yeah. beat them. Yeah. Yeah, there's your yeah, answer no, right it there. It doesn't affect anything. It, has not, it won't affect anything to do. If you are if you go on that with one of those suits, it doesn't affect your VA benefits at all. So it's, you're fine. You can go ahead and do that. They're just saying that if they get some money out of it, uh, they're just going to consider that you're already getting some money from the VA, and they're going to uh, they're going to reduce the amount of your award by what you've been getting from the VA. There Dave, is, isn't there a two-year window, August of 2024, for this to file? It really is. You're not beating anybody. Uh, you know, for the, the, uh, yeah, the class action suit, I don't know anything about it. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave, I mean, that, that can of worms is going to be, uh, that remains to be seen. But the PACT Act that uh, you're talking about is, uh, you know, we'll we'll just leave it that it's that it's that that's still to be to be determined, Dave. But uh, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you why uh, you're on a, a kind of a, a a a tour right now, aren't you? Discussing uh, uh, the PACT Act at, at different yeah, locations. Yeah so, yeah, so we've got this broken down to to what the basic elements are, and uh, so in an effort to go out and communicate that. And uh, for, for folks who really uh, could benefit by this, we're having a series of town halls, boots on the ground, face-to-face uh, in the communities. We're, we're uh, heading around South Shore, going up to Lowell. Uh, but our next one is coming up this week, uh, this coming week. I'm sorry, after this weekend. And that, the coming week on February the 9th, February the 9th, in Framingham, uh, at the Framingham uh, Lodge of the Elks. Uh, we'll be at the Framingham Elks Lodge on a Thursday uh, evening, and it's four to six thirty. We really kick off at five uh, five p.m., and that's so folks can get off work. And uh, because a lot of the uh, individuals affected by this, service members that are, you know, that that are going to benefit by this, uh, are people are still working, they're still in the workforce, et cetera. So, uh, but come on by if you're out that way, and that's next Thursday at uh, start. Open the doors at four, but we'll kick off at five, and. We'll have some food and pizza and all the good things there. The VSOs from uh, Framingham are going to be supporting, and the regional VSOs from Metro West are going to be supporting that. And are you coming to Quincy, Dave? Yep, and the roadshow moves on to uh, the following week or two weeks later in Quincy. I believe that's the 22nd there at the Morissette Post, the American Legion Post right there in Quincy. Is that on a Thursday also, Dave? Uh, I think that's a Wednesday. Beautiful. To change it up a little bit. It's the 22nd, so it is Great, that's Wednesday. Yeah. Great, 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 wonderful. And that's so that's the 22nd at the Morissette Post in Quincy. Once again, the same time, Dave, 4 to 6.30. Yeah, and we'll have the veteran service officers from the town that do such a great job. Uh, uh, we'll be on site, and uh, ideally some of the folks from the Veterans Benefits Administration, the VBA. So they'll actually be taking claims that night as well. If you, nice. If you hadn't put in a claim, this jog, you say, yep, yep, takes a couple boxes, yep, well, that's me. Uh, then you can you can uh, put in a claim that night and uh, uh, also have an enrolled in health care. Hey, great time. Get it done, you know, and, and uh, start taking advantage of this massive benefit that you might be throwing away. Dave, we'll, we'll see uh, over the next couple of weeks if we can fill, uh, fill the house for you. Uh, I know that a lot of uh, uh, folks in Quincy need this information, and uh, it's something that I'm going to be there as well because I need to know uh, uh, a little bit more about what's going on. Uh, uh, and going to Whitman, uh, Dave, uh, after that, I guess? Yeah, we'll be heading up to Lowell and then uh, down into Whitman uh, in the middle of March. So okay. we'll we'll follow up with those dates a little bit. And and 
Maybe, Greg, you can post those on the uh, Veterans Voice site, uh, hopefully on your website. And, absolutely. And, uh, put the dates and locations so folks can check it out there, too. A- a- ab- ab- absolutely, Dave. I will uh, absolutely take care of that. All right, Davey. Well, uh, hey, I appreciate you taking the time to call in tonight and uh, chat with Kevin and uh, Wolfie, uh, you know, Justin and uh, and and Jenny here. Uh, but uh, uh, right. uh, you, you got a lot of great stuff going on, and thanks for talking about the PACT Act. Yeah, just make sure you check. You all got your wallets when you leave tonight. You got a paratrooper in the building, so, you know, it's never... <laughs> Never hurts to be careful. I already got him, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's kind of looking like Lee Marvin tonight, isn't he? Oh. I didn't even recognize him when he first. I, I know he's so distinguished, all uh, all like gray. Uh, you know, gives us. Uh, he, he's a real uh, testimony. Uh, yeah, throw, throw him out of an airplane and see what he does. <laughs> Uh, no, he's bigger than I am, Dave. You throw him out, and I'll watch. How's that? <laughs> right. All right, all right, Davey. Well, uh, thanks, uh, Dave, for everything that you do, and uh, you know we'll we'll talk at you real soon, and uh, and and just thanks for being there. God bless you all. Thank you. All right, Charlie, Mike. See you, Dave. Bye, Mike. Bye, bye, everybody. All right, well, that was uh, for everybody. That was Dave Hanker, Colonel Dave. Uh, uh, the director of outreach, veterans outreach for the VA uh, healthcare system, uh, uh, just discussed in a, discussing a little bit about the PACT Act. Uh, uh, but at this point, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back to uh, introduce a new guest, a new uh, uh, member of the network that we talked about this morning. But then we're going to we're going to resume with Kevin here talking about the vet centers and. And the incredibly important role that they're playing, especially now with some amounts of depression and sadness going around, and uh, we, we 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 need to cheer everybody up a little bit. So, uh, Larry, why don't you take it away, my friend? And uh, we'll be back after these messages to Doctor Our Friend Harold. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here uh, uh, on a chilly night, but we're going to warm it up with a little bit of uh, of, a, of a quick little detour here. I met a, a young gentleman uh, on the phone this morning. We had a terrific conversation, and uh, I think Harold's on the phone. Harold, are you out there? Yes, yes, Greg. How you doing? This is Harold. Very good, Harold. Thanks for calling in tonight. Sure, yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, um I, I look forward to meeting uh, this all day, so <laughs> how are you doing tonight? Very very well, Harold. Could you introduce yourself for the audience, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name's Harold. Um, I'm the founder of Fishing for the Mission 22. We're a uh, 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 nonprofit based out of uh, Buzzards Bay, and what we do is we try to use a therapeutic approach to try to heal veterans through fishing while raising awareness to the 22 we continue to lose every day to suicide in the United States. And and you have a pretty aggressive uh, 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 business model and uh, uh, schedule that you keep. You're really uh, getting pretty active out there, Harold, aren't you? I, I do. I really try to uh, um, bring a bunch of like fun fundraising events to the table, uh, things that don't happen a lot, so it kind of draws in the crowds to get my uh, point across uh, that we're continuing to lose 22 veterans every day. So I, I bring in some big numbers for that and spread the awareness that way, but... I host bigger events in like the summer, which are like fishing derbies. Um, those are like a lot of the money I'm going to 
generate from those are going to fund some of our programs that we're going to start uh, collaborating with a couple of medical groups in the area. Um, but that's Operation Tackle 22. So that's our kind of our program we're launching this summer, which is an eight-course uh, fishing adventure through uh, uh, veterans in the community that have suicide identities or um, uh, uh, PTSD. So we're going to get them in a program where it's like a peer-to-peer uh, mentorship plus uh, has therapy involved. Uh, it's going to be more, probably less four uh, trips from the shore, and then we're going to get them on four charters who I'll be working with uh, Outcast Outfitters. Uh, we're going to try to do the last eighth course as uh, a two-day retreat out in the ocean, uh, out into the canyons where they're going to be able to possibly catch anyone from Tuna tomorrow. And so well. we're all that together now. So <laughs> trying to get that launched by May, May, June. So. Kevin, what do you th- what do you what do you think of this? Uh, I'm I'm speaking here, Harold to Harold to Kevin uh, Burrell, who was with the vet center in Brockton, who uh, who might be able to refer some uh, some folks uh, to your programs. What do you think of using fishing as a as a way to get away? I think uh, fishing is a great way for veterans to just get away for a little bit, and it's the uh, you know it, it it's not maybe so much the activity, but doing something different outside of the normal. That what people think of the normal therapeutic actions, you know. So doing something like this, getting veterans together, getting that's the therapy itself, getting out there, getting these guys together and having some fun and uh, and mixing in the therapy with yep. it. Sometimes they don't even realize they're getting therapy. Bingo, that, bingo. That's that's you know, isn't that great? The best therapy of all. Yes. You yeah. know, Harold and and uh, Kevin here is someone I'll put you together with, but uh, you know, uh, Kevin's been around for a while and he he really knows. Uh, uh, and speaks the veterans' language. I know you two uh, guys would really get together, and I think that uh, just by having you on tonight, Harold, I think is going to help cause awareness. And you know, just because you're on the show once is okay, but you come on two or three or four or five times, you know, people get to know you, and you know, look forward more to you know your various fishing derbies and stuff as they come along. No, absolutely, and uh, I really appreciate that, and. Uh, all the outsourcing I can do. I got a couple groups I work with on the Cape, but Brock would be a great a great pool to um, possibly work with you guys to get me some applicants that are worthy to, to get into the program. Like we're trying to look for more of the guys that really need that therapy. Uh, we're trying to get them out of the VA basements, you know, or where we do therapy. Like I used to do my therapy in a basement, which was great, and the VA done a lot of great things for me. But I think I would have done at the start of when I still have my issues, if I could have had it a a program where I could have been out in nature, which I love to do, because fishing was one of the big things that helped save my life besides my children uh, when I was when I when I used to struggle a lot. So um, I, I think we're going to put together with uh, New England Medical Group, Laurentry Healthcare, and GW Customs, and the Outfitters, uh, Outcast Outfitters. We should put together, I think, a program for some guys starting this summer that's really going to expand the way they think and with you know the hope that they can get into some referral programs for some. You know, we're going to kind of concentrate around uh, PTSD and mental awareness and uh, uh, addiction because, unfortunately, like, oh, a lot of our veterans are facing addiction problems because of the issues they come home with. So those are kind of our kind of our key components we're going to be trying to work with to get these veterans a little bit more help. You know, that's a, that's kind of our ultimate goal here. Well, and Harold, you have an event coming up pretty soon, don't you? Are you something that you uh, talked to me about, your Chowder Fest uh, event, is that coming up soon? Yes, I actually have that. That's on uh, February 11th at the Stone Path Mall in Wareham. Uh, it's the Battle of the Chowders, and uh, 
we're going to be doing that uh, from 4 to 7 o'clock, and then we have bands and raffles and all the good stuff afterwards. But I'm also doing the Bruins B-Fit Challenge. I'm, I'm a platinum sponsor this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a great event with first responders, military, and all that. So I'm really looking forward to being a part of that and supporting the 22 Mohawks, which is a like-minded nonprofit out of the um, Gillette area, uh, uh, Oxborough area. So I've become friends with them, and um, Dave and Stacy are great, and um, I'm happy they uh, helped me out getting a sponsorship so I could be part of this great event, too, this upcoming Sunday at the, the TD Garden. So <laughs> looking forward to that. Our, our uh, uh, Jenny here is with the Mass uh, Coalition of Suicide Prevention. Her daughter uh, is, is, run, is running in that event on Sunday. Her second year. Oh, that's Her great. Her second yeah. year. Oh, man, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, she's more than just a pretty face, huh? She is. She really, she's, and she just raised thousands of dollars for the Wounded Warriors. She had a great effort. So we do a lot of of, of interesting things here, Harold, but we love the the things that you're involved in and hope to uh, include you. Um, If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how should they reach out to you? Um, Well, my number's always open, so um, uh, 413 uh five three seven one six eight two and the reason i give my number is because if anyone's ever needs me to talk i've been through it i i, I tried to take my life in 2010 and one of the reasons that i started this nonprofit is because i've lost a lot of friends i've served with so i've been through a lot of uh the, the hard parts so i kind of i've been very good for, for about eight years i've been doing well with my mental health when i took the va serious so i i, I kind of I, I, I've been there, done that, so if anyone ever needs me. But the easiest way is probably email, which is fishingforthemission22 at gmail.com. Or you can visit my website at fishingforthemission22.org. Uh, and I'm, I have a pretty big presence on social media, on Facebook. That's where I do a lot of my promoting. But those are the easiest ways. Wow, well, yeah. I pretty much answer my phone twenty four seven. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, oh, well, we you know re- reach out to, to protect your, your 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 privacy and your and your time with your kids and stuff. You know, but uh, uh, Harold, we uh, well, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. And this isn't the first time uh, we're going to be on together. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I, I love all the all the rest of your groups. Oh, and by the way, that that event we had on July twenty second that I talked yeah. to you about in Quincy. That's on Quincy Bay. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it, I, I'm definitely put that in my calendar to have to be there. So Maybe we could have a little fishing derby. They could come right inside to that little lagoon. In there. We have a, I mean, we have a 30, it's at a 34-acre park right on Quincy Bay. Yeah, let me put some things together. I, you know, I need to make some contacts up there for the big striper derby I'm doing in September where I'm running, this derby's going to be running from pretty much the, that uh, Salisbury or, you know, right up in that tip of New Hampshire all the way down to Rhode Island. So nice. I'm trying to actually get some contacts up in the Boston area because I'm going to have three different stations where people can sign up for the Derby because it's so big. So I don't want everyone having to come to Cape Cod if they're maybe up by Salem. So I'm trying to get some middle points in between. So maybe uh, that's something we could talk about. I plan on being on the show uh, on a few Thursdays anyways. I think we talked about uh, yep. during my kids' school vacation they'll be home with my parents so i could come over and 
we could maybe discuss this more on that Thursday. It would be great. And, yeah, and we could also ar- like that with you guys. We could also arrange a personal interview on on one of our sister stations, WMEX, that they love, and they 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 are in Quincy in Boston, which is the all the way up to the New Hampshire border. So between us, we we got the whole eastern part of Massachusetts covered. Yeah. So uh, we'll hook you up with them too, Harold. Yeah, we could definitely do something in that morning. I think the bluefish and striper fishing around that time would be actually pretty well. So maybe we'll put a little boat derby, just a morning one together or something. Sounds so great. I, I would definitely love to explore that with you guys. So I'll definitely be open for sure. Uh, all and right, Harold. Well, having me on tonight. Once yeah. again, you're fishing for the Mission 22. Yes. We love what you're doing, Harold. And uh, uh, welcome to the network. And, uh yeah. Uh, you know, we'll make sure that uh, at the festival when you're there, we interview, introduce you to all our friends, and uh, uh, I'm sure you're going to fit right in. Oh, and I really appreciate you having me on. Like I said, if anyone knows that that Bruins uh, beef, it, be sure to stop down. I'll be under where all the, the sponsors are, and you can uh, come down and see a little bit more of what we're about. So I really appreciate it, and we'll I'll see you guys soon. All right, all right, Harold. Thank you, uh, thank you very much, my friend. You be well and stay warm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, you guys have a great night. Okay, thanks a lot for calling, Harold. Take care. That was uh, an interesting uh, young man. Is that the man that you? It sounds like yeah. It sounds like I met him down. I believe at the VFW in Bourne uh, this past uh, summer. Uh, sounds like the same guy that we we talked to, but uh, but you know, it's it, a great it all, idea. It, you know, it all it it, it seems like as as. We lost the second veteran from Hingham last last week. It it seems like we we have the coffees, but we need to do more. Yeah. This kid seems like he's he's on that track to do a little bit more than than the co- coffees are great, but we're missing some. Yeah. We need to do coffees. Uh, we need to do movie theaters. Can we get rent a movie theater? Would somebody de- donate a movie theater? So that we can bring a bunch of vets in com- to come watch John Wayne, and and you know the Sands of Iwo Jima, you, you know, and just just to get them together. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the movie is. Matters that they're all together again. And and you know, I just think that this we're still losing too many, and a lot of them are seniors. Uh, uh, Justin. Yeah, I know. We, uh, we we I think that that's a big. Uh, big gap there that you know we we look at the afghan guys and the and the desert storm the guys in their 30s and 40s and we you know we're we we're the numbers are just way too high for any group but the 60 plus i mean my generation of veterans uh you know most of them push that stuff down they retired and maybe their spouse passes away and now all of a sudden they're facing those demons and uh you know we're losing uh senior veterans kevin you seeing this in your in your yeah, one of, the, one of the first things that we noticed, too, uh, even within the Vet Center system is, I, I think just like you just said, that the uh, a lot of the veterans become workaholics. They work their whole life and put their efforts into their family, and then they have these big life changes, uh, retirement, death of a spouse, something like that, and they have more time to themselves, more time to think, and that's bringing up, just as you said, the, the stuff's coming back up and, and yeah. trying to find a way how to deal with it. and. It's hard enough for any veteran, but then, you know, some of the older generation, they were told to put that stuff away and keep going. So um, it, it, th- those are some of the veterans. We're, you know, we're trying to reach all veterans, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, just trying to reach out to some of the different veterans. So. How are the younger kids, uh, the younger vets, uh, Kevin, are they coming in and uh, uh, looking to speak to someone and, and maybe get some help? 
Yeah, we're getting uh, more and more of the younger veterans now. I think as more of them are getting out of, especially the Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, I mean, hard to believe, but in May, I'll be down at Fort Bragg for a 20-year reunion for my unit when we, wow. the invasion of Iraq. Wow. So wow. We, we used to talk about the old-timers down there. We are the old-timers yeah. now. <laughs> so, uh, so it's, you know, we're, we're it, but there's, that's 20, 25 years worth of uh, veterans that fought all these different wars So uh, from Iraq and Afghanistan. So we're, we're starting to see more of them come in now. And one of the great things about the vet centers is we offer a lot of non-standard hours. And what are the vet centers all about, Kev? So we're, we're uh, we provide readjustment counseling. That's our buzzword. And most of our stuff is for veterans that served overseas in combat areas. So where the VA serves everybody, uh, we serve veterans that served overseas. Our other big thing is veterans that are survivors of a military sexual trauma, whether they served overseas. Uh, overseas or not. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we have some other little eclectic stuff that's... Uh, that, you know, Coast Guard, that uh, uh, drug and addiction. Uh, anybody that was called up from Reserve or Guard that, uh, for national emergencies, example, Hurricane Katrina, stuff like that. We have a couple other stuff, drone pilots, mortuary affairs. Um, I, I basically say anybody that's had an opportunity or experienced trauma while they were in the military. Yep. Uh, yep. And, we, and we were founded by Vietnam veterans. So when the Vietnam veterans didn't get the services they needed when they came back, they helped themselves, and that's how our model came out. Um, Chuck, De- Chuck uh, Delaney, our, uh, our tanker, he talks about it all the time. Yeah. And, Justin, you do, yeah. too. You, you, you've brought it up a number of times that that's why. Uh, well, it's our national, our national motto is never well, one generation of veterans abandon another. And, you know, it's people like Kevin here who have taken that now and we've passed the baton uh, to this generation to continue the work. And I think, Kevin, you probably see it. Today it's not a shame to talk about mental health. It's more acceptable in a way. Yeah. It's definitely, um, yeah. For our generation, you know, it was that you don't talk about it. and, and But I think today that it, it, it's being accepted that it's okay to say, hey, I need help. Well, uh, last week I needed help. Yeah. And and all of you people here gave me the help that I needed. And, and just talking about it, I felt better the next day. And I think that looking back that I'm not sure if I was suffering or am suffering from depression, but it might just be... Tremendous sadness over the four problems that we had last last week. That with uh, you know, and I go by the the stupid murder house and cohasset five times a day, and and think about that poor family and and the, working with me all day. Sheesh, and, you know, yeah, we got that to look forward to. Right and it's a tough air. time of year. This is that this is that blue time that yeah. between January and March. It's a it's a tough time for. People yeah, to get season to yeah. get through it. So. Yeah. yeah, but you know, again, it, it it's more acceptable today, and I think that opens up a lot of for, for veterans anyway. That not we're going to give you a handout, we're giving you a helping handout. Yeah. And I think for veterans, younger veterans, I think they're more apt to come in to talk to Kevin. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, open up. Yeah, and and with that, Larry, why don't we uh, take our final break? And and Justin, when we come back, I want you to talk about your experience with nine eight eight. Because our dear friend Peter McNeil, McNeil, McPhail, uh, uh, dear uncle of, uh, of, of Lou Rizzo, uh, asked the question, what comes after the phone call? And we have some eyewitness news from private eye reporter Jay Latini. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking, Breaking news. news. We'll Don't be, stay tuned. We'll, stay tuned. Uh, Larry, take it away before we uh, leave some tall before buildings. Before surfaces. Yeah. Back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here. And 
you know, over the last couple of weeks, my show, uh, this show, our show has been uh, uh, leaning towards uh, mental health, and uh, uh, we've we've been touting the uh, the services of nine eight eight and dial nine eight eight instead of all the other numbers, and that uh, the usage of that that line has gone up. Uh, I think thirty or forty percent over the the old one eight hundred. Three eight two five five. Yes, that one. That, that, that we just one for veterans. Yeah, yeah. yes. One for veterans. But right. Justin, we, you uh, had yeah. did a little homework this week. Yeah, I, when you called me and you, we were talking about uh, what what happens after, so I picked up the phone. I dialed nine eight eight and you know went through, and then you get this fifteen eighteen second kind of intro of you know you'll be speaking with a veteran uh, with you'll be speaking with someone as soon as the call will be picked up. And the phone rang and it three times and someone picked up. Uh, a young lady picked up and um, we had a, I explained to her why I was calling. And um, I said, you know, we're concerned about we pass this number on, but then what happens? So she went on to say that uh, there's a you know, protocol for them to follow up um, within the 24 hours, uh, except for the weekend, which we discussed that. But, yeah. Uh, or if it's, uh, if it's crisis immediately. Um, they'll dispatch somebody from the VA and counsel. They have counselors who can be dispatched immediately. And um, like I said to her, the only problem is a lot of Friday and Saturday night calls come in, and they have to wait till Monday to get in the queue. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I'm sure she, you know, she understood that, but that's what the hey, system it's is. Hey, it, Yeah, and I think that's what she was kind of saying is right now this is the protocol but I, I felt better after I spoke with her and in and, and our conversation that there is a system in place. It isn't, tell me, you you know, quote, tell me your woes yeah. and hey, have a great day and hang up. And, yeah. that's, you know, there's a, there's a whole protocol and, and follow up. And um, so I, w- I was very, uh, especially with a new system. It's like anything else. You've got to work the bug. But I was impressed with, with what they have already in place. Nice. And I think if, if someone calls in crisis, um, I feel comfortable saying that you know I, I think they'll be it'll be addressed and it'll be addressed appropriately. Um, now, we, yeah, will there be people who slip through? Maybe somebody calls to hear the phone ring. They may hang up right away. Hopefully, they'll call right back. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I was a cold call. She, it, she picked up on the third ring. Nice. Um, Not bad. But there is a little intro about, like I said, fifteen seconds about wh- when you call in. It tells you what's going to happen. Um, which is okay. Yeah. Uh, so Jen, I what, do you, what do you think of that? That's great to hear. Did you happen to ask what call center you got called into, though? No, I didn't ask her that. Just curious. Um, but, but the whole mental health side of it, remember when 988 first came out and I was saying that we can't really advertise yep. it yet because Massachusetts is kind of behind slower than national. And that's exactly why, because they wanted to get these mental health centers up and running. Before they did that, so that's wonderful to hear. Well, I think that on February sixteenth, we have a, 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 an old friend of the show's, uh, Gail uh, McClellan uh, McAuliffe, was her a, a married name, uh, another main name, whatever. But I think she went to work within those centers. Are there ten or fifteen of those centers around Massachusetts? I think it's fifteen. I think she. I can find out. Yeah, because I think they're coming in on February sixteenth. I'll be back from vacation. Oh, and 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 perhaps we'll bless us with your presence that night. Absolutely. Great. We yeah we need you to 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 to, to talk to them to uh, you know because it's Kevin. This is such a big problem, and uh, you, you know it it's really. 
tough to, you know, all the uh, you go in the service. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. Right, right. And, and, all, always just keep drive on, keep drive on. Mission first, you know, and drive on. And you'll be and and worry about yourself later, right. you, you know. And it's we we spend a whole lot of time teaching and equipping the world's greatest military force. But maybe we don't do such a good job of de-equipping them and de-mentalizing them and getting them down off of the the roles that you played in the service. Yeah, right. Come on back. You know, that's over. How can we help you, you know? And, and hopefully more kids like Harold, yourself, Justin, Jen, can address this situation and encourage more folks to to speak out and call nine eight eight, because Justin, it didn't hurt you to call. Was nope, was nope. not bad. No, nope, absolutely not. Even Wolfie, you and I can remember nine eight eight. I got goofed up the other day, but sometimes under pressure, I can remember it. Not bad. I, I know you've come a long way. You know, and the, and the overall hope is that um, I mean, well, that's an incredible resource now. But the hope is that yeah. before people get to that <laughs> point, yeah. that they're re, you know searching for help through whether it's the VA, the vet centers. Uh, any other any other organization that that helps with suicide and your, and your vet centers are all around the state. Yeah, we're all around the country, uh, over three hundred across the country. Oh, wow. uh, just walk in, no walk, appointment needed. Yeah, walk in. Um, you don't even we're, we're part of the VA, but you don't even have to be, you don't even have to enroll in the VA to use us. Um, we just you know we check your eligibility, DD two fourteen, or if you are a survivor of military sexual trauma, we just we take you at your word because yeah. that doesn't always have paperwork with it. Yeah. Um, and if people want to look at where to find us, they can go to vetcenter.va.gov, uh, and they can find they can find their local vet center right from there. Great, 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 Kevin. Thank you so much, buddy. We love having you in. Uh, you, 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 you're great. Uh, you know so much and bring so much credibility to uh, to what we're doing here. Thanks and keep up the great work, I buddy. I love being here, even though Wolfie's here because you told I, me you wouldn't be here. Yeah, I know. I know. We tried. He tricked him again, wasn't he? Yeah, Wolfie was going to be starting our cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know if he got if he got the memo or not. But uh, Justin, brother, thank you so much. Yeah, I know we're going to go, but uh, remember, veterans out there, just uh, stay warm. Try to find a place. There's a lot of places opening up this weekend. If you know a veteran who needs help, please reach out to them. This is a time of year that and we need call nine eight eight if you if you need that yeah, help. If you get those sure thoughts, with with I'm sure the VA is is going to be there to take care of you. Absolutely. Good night, everybody. Good, and we'll see you next week to uh, continue the uh, the discussion. Take care, everybody, and stay warm. Just looked around